This week on the Digital Marketing Scoop, we're talking with Naira Perez about LinkedIn ads. Naira, you're very welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. Very happy to be here. Brilliant. Um, so tell us, tell us a bit about, about yourself and, and what you do. So I actually come originally from Canary Islands in Spain, but I live in the U.S. and I'm the founder of Spring Hill Digital, where we specialize in paid media. And we do anything from social paid media, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, to search engine marketing, um, like Google, Bing, and even native advertising like Tabula. So um, as long as it's paid media... We do it. You're there. And uh, <laughs> I've always worked in performance marketing. Uh, I started in infomercials where you call and you make an order and, you know, back back before digital Q, was Q, cool. QVC style, uh, <laughs> style shopping. <laughs> so, yeah. So the, the change to digital, whenever it started to be cool, uh, was a natural fit. And um, so I've managed accounts that were $40 million a year and accounts that were $10,000 a year. So I find that the most rewarding part is helping small to medium companies where you can actually make a difference and create a real partnership. So that's where we specialize now in just small to medium companies. Cool. So in terms of, of LinkedIn ads, um, mm-hmm. one, one thing we often from from our side is that the cost of LinkedIn ads in comparison to other pay-per-click platforms is is fairly it, I would say very high in comparison um, mm-hmm. how, how at the moment are you navigating that that's an excellent question and you're totally right LinkedIn it's a very expensive medium uh, where if you make a mistake it may cost you a lot however the secret to LinkedIn ads is their audience Um, you can be so specific with the audience. The audience is there for a purpose. They're concentrated on a goal. And so if you have relevant content, then um, this is not a problem. This is actually something that will benefit you. So, um, I mean, I have clients that have very small audiences that have 75,000 people in their audience. So the smaller the audience, the more expensive. But because they're such high quality audience members, then um, it makes sense for them. So, um, and also the, the profiles of the people in LinkedIn are mostly accurate. It's not like in Facebook that you pretend to be something else so you don't get yeah. targeted, <laughs> you know, or you created it back when you didn't know what, what really was going to happen to your data. Um, LinkedIn, they're accurate because it's a professional network. So the quality of lead um, really is better. Um, and we can be very surgical about what we can, who we target. So... Um, again, that CPC may be very high at the beginning, but once you nurture it, once you get it down to the cost per acquisition, yeah. it actually um, really works in your favor. Yeah, I mean, when you know, you know, the the particular you know job descriptions of people within organizations that your business needs to get in front of, 
um, and you're putting mm-hmm. the right content in front of them. I mean, it's like any paper yeah. click, I suppose. It just comes down to your your return on ad spend at the end of the day. So if the click happens to be more expensive, it doesn't it doesn't really matter as long as as long as that return is there. Yeah, and it just proves it just that little bit more of an incentive to really have a strategy in place. Maybe the maybe actually the cost per click is one of those good things where you can go right. We really need a strategy <laughs> because otherwise it's just going to go haywire. <laughs> Yeah, you just need to keep an eye on the ball, right? Like, where do you want to go? What do you want to achieve at the end of this customer journey? And um, also, you can control your costs. Most people don't know that that you can start slow. Like, if you're yeah. new to LinkedIn ads, you can always control your CPCs and see where it gets you. See if you're spending enough of your budget. Um, let's say, as an example, I have a maximum CPC of $5 or $4, and that's it. I cannot pay more than that. Let's make a good audience. Let's put good content, and let's see if we can get there with that limit. And then once the algorithm has learned, then you can trust, you can set it free and let the algorithm do its thing. But um, at the very beginning, you can actually control those costs a little bit more than in other uh, platforms. Yeah. Cool. Do you find any of the particular ad types perform better than others? Or is there specific industries you find work very well with specific ad types? So, um, yes, actually, that's a great question. So I'm going to tell you, I love sponsored content, which are the newsfeed ads. Um, They are the best balance between cost, conversion, and just quality of lead. Um, But it depends on your goal, right? So if you want to introduce your brand, if you just want to get a lot of impressions and be very inexpensive, your right-hand ads are going to be maybe the solution where you just introduce it, you just want to be seen. So, um, but those ads have less space for your, for you to explain your content. Um, your picture is not as good because it's smaller. So know what you're going to get. Um, email seems inexpensive because they tell you, oh, it's going to be 35 cents for email or 20 cents for email that you're going to send. But it's percent. It doesn't mean that they're going to open it. Yeah. And even yes. when they open it, it doesn't mean that they're interested, right? So whenever you calculate that, it's a very, very expensive uh, format. So um, again, if you have a very, very personalized offer, that it's an invitation, that it really feels like it belongs in your inbox, in somebody's inbox, then email may be actually a good option. But whenever we look at the general um, sponsored content, it's amazing. You can do a lot with it. You can put video, you can put carousels. And my most favorite is the lead gen forms that I just love them. Uh, so. Cool. Yeah, no, I, 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 I definitely agree with you on in-mail because when you yeah. see like the generic uh, in-mail ads come in, I mean, literally you don't even look at them. You know, it's, yeah. it's just mm-hmm. gone, gone, gone. Yeah. But as you say, if you, if it's really <laughs> customized to you. Um, and there's there's some bit of a connection that you you have with the with the messaging in them. Then I think it, it can be performed better. But the worst thing I think to to do in them is sell. Use it to use it to actually try if you can use it to help people to get in front of someone. But if you use them to sell straight off the bat, gone. Good luck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But that and, and that is actually I found that that is no matter the format. If you're trying to sell something right away, yeah. it's kind of if you go to a bar and see a person, you're like. Wow, 
I love you. Let's get married. And then the That, no. So um, I've always considered that selling out of the bad is a bad idea. And uh, especially now, right? In these, these times where audiences know, like, I have the power. Wait a minute. Who are you? Yeah. So um, that's a good yeah. analogy. And you have to I give thought. them something interesting. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I think people, yeah, that's a good thing to take away. If you're sitting down writing a LinkedIn message right now, just wonder to yourself, would you say this to this person in real life yeah. if they were straight across from you for the first time? That's that's actually a good a good technique, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe there is there's stories about love at first sight that happens. I mean, I'm not sales at first sight. I'm not discounted love, but I th- I think that at that stage you're just it's throwing it back to the the numbers game game. It's like if okay, if I send a thousand of these, one will stick. Yeah, so maybe yeah. maybe yeah. maybe that works for both. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> We'll try it. We'll try it one day. We're just going to go to a bar and propose marriage to somebody. <laughs> a thousand people and see how many yeses we can get. <laughs> that'll, be, that'll be a great spit test experiment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so in terms of, let's say, creating your audiences, would you have any advice for people um, in, that, in that side of things? Yeah, to create them? Yeah. Yes, yes. Um, actually, um, audiences for me are the most important part of um, advertising, knowing who you're talking to, knowing what their pain points are. What are what can you solve for them? How can I make your life easier? And where do your interests lie? So um, researching them in advance, it seems like a tedious process that has nothing to do with advertising, but it has a lot to do with how successful your ads are going to be. So for LinkedIn in particular, I like to look at groups a lot. I go in any open group that I can get on that it's relevant to my clients' um, topics. I will go in and see what they're talking about. That's going to suggest a lot of your content for once. And then second, I'm going to see if that group is relevant to target. People that are in groups are really interested about a topic um, and they're active in LinkedIn. So not Every member that is in a group is active, but if you belong to a group, you're probably more interested in this social platform than than not. So that's going to be one part of your audience. And the other part is obviously demographics, like your job title, your company size, and all of that. It's very important. So analyze your own customers as well. Like what, what are the job titles that make the decision to purchase that have the power to make the decision? What are the ones that like to um, just uh, consume content, but don't make the decision, but may influence the decision maker? So those are, and then you offer each audience a different um, flavor of uh, content. So yeah, do a lot of research, um, because whenever you're looking at your ads and your campaigns, I'm actually recommending, which is something that you would probably never hear in digital marketing. Look at your CPMs. People like to look at CPCs and CPAs and CTRs, but cost per thousand impressions is going to tell you whether your audience is actually the right audience because the algorithms won't like to serve your ads to people that are not relevant that are not going to consume your ad. Um, so your CPMs will be much higher. So unless 
seasonality happens and there is an event that takes your audience or your audience is too small, um, those are the two justifiable C- high CPA moments. If your CPMs are really high for no reason, then look at your audience. You're doing something wrong with your audience. You're targeting them the wrong way. So those are my recommendations. And I know it doesn't get ROI right away to spend 10, 15 hours researching your audience, but it will in the future. Yeah, yeah, it's the long game, really. Yeah, and you mentioned like pain points there. I think that is a big thing. I mean, if, you, if you're if you using your, your advertising, your content within them to, to really hit at the pain points of your specific audience and you're pr- producing you know content that's going to help them solve that, Rather than again mm-hmm. going back to be the salesy content, I think that 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 makes a massive, massive difference. It's going to help your engagement mm-hmm. as well and help your conversions long term as well. Yeah. Um. So Naira, someone was starting out with LinkedIn ads. I probably more than likely probably in the the B to B space. Um. Mm-hmm. And they can see those people on LinkedIn that that they want to to get in front of. If you had like three tips, we'll say for someone starting out on LinkedIn ads, what what would those what would you recommend to them? My three tips will be research your audience. <laughs> that uh, <laughs> Shocking. Um, <laughs> reserve budget for it because it's an expensive channel. So we've already talked about it. So be realistic about your budget. Um, on Facebook, you can get a lot done with just um, $1,000, 1,000 euros, 1,000 pounds. It's just you get a lot done. With LinkedIn, you're not going to get as much done. So be very, very specific um, on your audience and be realistic about your budget. And my third one will be have a plan to nurture that lead. You're looking at a long game. You're looking at the end goal being a good cost per acquisition. So if you get your content, which I will always recommend to get your content, um, then Make sure that once this person gives you their information, you have a plan for them. You can guide them to the end goal, which is, you know, solve a problem for them. Don't think about it as selling your product. You're solving a problem. So, and to solve the problem, they need your services or they need your product. So from lead capture to acquisition, what's going to happen that is also a very often overlooked part because, again, there is no ROI directly assigned to it, but um, that is the most part, the most important part because they lifted their hand. They said, okay, I'm interested. I'm interested enough that I'm giving you my email address. I'm giving you my information. Now, what are we going to do? Are we going to dance or not? <laughs> so, um, yeah, you have to dance with them. That That is a really good point because – you know, we talk about CTR you know, and click-through rates, but what, one thing you don't kind of think about, or a lot of people in our space don't think about, is once that lead happens, what's the conversion rate for the once you have their information to that next step in the funnel, yeah, whether it's a demo or whatever it might be, or then that next conversion rate until they actually get to client and customer. Yeah, exactly. Just that mm-hmm. often there isn't enough of a relationship between a marketing team and a sales team. Sometimes it's just about marrying those a little bit yeah. as well. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brilliant. Thank thank you very much for all that. That was fantastic information. Yeah. Thank you very much. Those were really good questions. That's good. I, I said them, but Jen wrote them. <laughs> 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 and that's well, the secret to the digital marketing scheme. <laughs> 
I like your honesty, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, fantastic. That's brilliant, Eric. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Anytime. This was a lot of fun. You guys make a great team. <laughs> Cheers. Thank you very much. That has been this week's episode of the Digital Marketing Scoop. <laughs>